that you think that you published a book Said it's not a big deal, all you need is a hook Then you lie about your age so you don't seem dated A call from your agent and boom, you made it So sorry we think you're a liar, we're older and wiser Hello everyone and welcome to Older and Wiser A podcast about all things publishing and younger I'm your host, Marissa Cantor, and with me, as always, is Kelsey Rodkey. Hey, Kelsey. Hi, Marissa. How are you? I am doing great. Today with us is agent Jess Dallow from Brower Literary Management. Having grown up with the same name as her favorite Sweet Valley High twin, Jess has always had a love for books, especially those that feature child psychopaths, chilling serial killers, romance that makes her feel tingly, and enough family drama to rival her own. She has a BFA in writing for film and television from the University of the Arts and worked in entertainment for eight years before returning to her home state of New York to join the publishing world. Hey Jess! Hi! I'm so excited to be here! Thank you so much for joining us! (laughs) Of course! We're very excited to have an agent's perspective on the show. You know, we, we can only represent like the one side of it. So we really need your insight, even though this wasn't a publishing heavy episode. Let's get into it. Yeah. Where should we start? So we should start with, so I'm trying to remember because we have met before and I yes. I know that Younger came up during our conversation. I'm sure it did. <laughs> and Charles specifically. And I feel like there was a story. There was a Peter Herman story specifically. Am I making that up? No, there there is a Peter Herman story specifically. I had gone to 54 Below to see someone perform. And I had gotten to go backstage. And by backstage at 54 Below is actually like up an elevator and into like a weird like room and I had been drinking because it was 54 below and Peter was there with his wife Mariska Hargitay and I had like just I was like at this point I was just like you know what I'm gonna go up to him and well actually I went it was more I was gonna go up to her so I did and I think one I don't remember which one asked but they asked what I did for a living. And I was like, Oh, I'm a literary agent. And I looked at Peter, I was like, kind of like what you do on younger. (laughs) And he was like, Oh, that's so meta. And I was like, Yeah. (laughs) And I'm just kind of like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same job. Yeah. (laughs) To him, it probably was. (laughs) So yeah, that was, uh, that's funny. I actually brought that up to you because I kind of forgot about it. But yeah, that's my Peter Herman story. I love that. No, because I, I was like, it's there. I, I know that. I know that we talked about this, but I could not like access exactly what the what the and story actually, or memory was. And I but totally that's forgot hilarious. about it until you brought it up. So. Well, I think that it's so we have a lot of Josh versus Charles feelings on this podcast naturally. And I fall like somewhere in the middle on most days, but I until the most recent season definitely lean mm-hmm. more Charles. Whereas Kelsey, who can you know speak for herself, but is so team Josh, like so. I just like Josh, okay. <laughs> no, I mean the problem. The problem is, is like I obviously I'm very firmly team Charles because the hot, tall publisher who also it's Peter Herman, and I've loved him for like tw- like 15 years now. 
that like, of course, that's who I go towards. But then like, I'll watch season one, or I'll watch like Liza and Josh interact. And I'm like, Oh, no, am I team Charles, even though I'm firmly team Charles, Josh just like gets in there. They both offer just like, such great and opposite things for Liza. So like, I can see the appeal in Charles, <laughs> but it's really hard to to get over it because I'm just I'm put off by <laughs> the boss assistant relationship and that aspect. But you know, in this episode, I find him, despite some discretions, pretty enjoyable. <laughs> so we can we can talk about that a little later. <laughs> yeah, um, we've talked about Charles a lot on this po- like so we've been joking that we've given him more screen time than the show has in season one <laughs> yeah he doesn't get a ton in season one um because the first like five episodes it's like where is he and now here we are already meeting the kids <laughs> uh. today we are going to be unpacking younger season one episode eight skate in this episode, Diana tasks Liza with babysitting Charles's children in order to get closer to him at an award ceremony, unknowingly causing Liza and Charles to grow closer. And after Anton's wife accuses Liza of having an affair with him, Kelsey decides it is time to come clean. What an episode. What a mess. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Kelsey is generally a mess. She just, I mean, stops sleeping with your clients. Yeah, it's like, it's not that hard. No, it's not. (laughs) It's your first book you acquired. This is a disaster. Just like zero for one in in all things professionalism. And it doesn't get better. (laughs) No, she's not really great at picking men, though, in general. That's true. She's actually pretty terrible at it. Which is sad. (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's like every time I'm just like, Kelsey, I want you to be good at your job. You get please. an imprint. I know that's not this episode, but come on, girl. Like, <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> not realistic. That's how it happens. I feel like, yeah, this is like a Kelsey episode. Sorry, Liza. It is a Kelsey episode. She's, Li- Liza's not really, she kind of feels more like a side character in this episode to me. Like a side character with like a really good <laughs> plot line. Exactly. But- um yeah like she has some some great things going on for her in terms of you know pain and suffering that you want to put a character through like she's tired she's not sure if she wants to keep up with this lie anymore and she's tired of being an assistant but that feels all very yeah side character to me and then you have her getting the brunt of what should be Kelsey's right. you know punishment <laughs> which makes it feel like Kelsey should be the main character for this episode yeah, there's just in terms of relationships, it's pretty it's pretty much just Liza and Charles mm-hmm. and Kelsey and Anton, the Swede. <laughs> the Swede. The Swede. But I do feel like it's sort of that Charles sort of becomes that potential love interest because it's like here is her boyfriend who actually is twenty six, who doesn't have a door on his bedroom, and like his friends just yeah. play video games and there's like mushrooms growing in his shower, apparently. And then you have Charles who is in his forties, who has two playrooms and a media room 
room and a library and like knows how to talk about suffering and like what people go through for their art and I think it's really that and I think that's why I love this episode so much is like you really see that moment that they're just like when he looks at her and he's like you're 26 like where he really is like oh you're someone I'm interested in because you understand what I'm going through in a way it seems that no one else does definitely I I had it in my notes that there's a real display of like the difference between the difference in intimacy between younger adults and adult adults. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Josh was ready to go fool around with half of his door missing <laughs> <laughs> and his friends in the other room. But this was kind of a moment where you saw that Liza needs a little more and Josh isn't really ready or um, evolved enough to give her that more. So it, it is, uh, a great scene between Charles and Liza later when they're talking after the kids are asleep mm-hmm. and they really have this connection. I, I told Marissa in the previous episode that she, she kind of dropped her guard in that conversation. She does not sound like she's trying to be a 26 year old. I think she forgot for a moment because it just felt so natural to be talking about this uh, life experience that they both have right now. Right. Um, and it was, it was nice to see that conversation and that year 26 moment, I hated that. <laughs> because one, you know, 26 year olds can have these great uh, life experiences that really define them. But also because, you know, he's confirming her age, and then he still pursues. <laughs> but Fair. yeah, I think, I think other than that, and Marissa had told me before we were talking, <laughs> he offers her a drink, which is a little inappropriate. <laughs> Instead of just paying her and getting her out the door. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lovely conversation, I think. And it was like a genuine connection that we kind of struggled to see with her and Josh. They have a very fun relationship, but it's not very deep. And I mean, the drink thing is, in it. look, it is inappropriate, but she's also not a 17-year-old babysitter. Like, she, yeah. <laughs> she is 26. Like, she obviously, like, drinks. Again, yes, it is your boss's boss. And like... Yeah, you are babysitting his kids and like you're home now, so she should probably go. But yeah, she's not a teenager. Like it is okay to offer her a drink, even if it's a little weird. Yeah. And even like talking about like confirming the age, like it's not really the age gap that bothers me. Um, If anything bothers me, it's just, again,